Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. For this morning, I have a rather complicated task in front of me because there are lots of different things that I need to talk about. As we've been doing, um, we have the liturgy to talk about and the next stage of the liturgy, which would be the hymn through the intercessions of the Holy Theotokos. Uh, we have the nativity of the Theotokos, which we are celebrating, and we have the Sunday before Holy Cross, and of course we have 9-11. In order for me to be able to tackle all of these things, I want to move a little bit ahead in the liturgy and take a look at what's called the small litany, and most specifically the petition that begins with commemorating our Most Holy Lady Theotokos and Ever-Virgin Mary. So the small litany is something that we do a lot. It happens in virtually every service that we do, and it's three petitions. Again and again in peace, let us pray to the Lord. Help us, save us, have mercy upon us, and keep us, O God, by your grace. In commemorating our most holy lady, Theotokos, the ever-Virgin Mary, with all of the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another and our whole life unto Christ our God. Now, in English, this last petition is a difficult thing to do because in the Greek, mnemonevsandes, which is translated as commemorating, is a difficult word to translate because it is a participle. Uh, it is a noun. It is not a verb, although it can take on characteristics of a verb. It is also in the vocative voice which we really don't have in English. And it is a word that has a lot of different connotations. It means to commemorate in a religious sense. It means to remember. Mnemonics, you know, in English, stuff that we use to memorize stuff comes from this same root. And so if we were to attempt to do a literal translation, it would be something along the lines of, let us, the ones who remember, comma, the Lady Theotokos and Ever-Virgin Mary and all the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another in our whole life unto Christ our God. Let us, the ones who remember. And what we are remembering is not the stuff that we remember today, as Americans on 9-11. Because you know, there's that mantra that a lot of people like to use, never forget. In other words, remember what happened on this day 15 years ago. But America really hasn't remembered. America has largely forgotten what happened on that day. If you walk down the street and ask people to name five people, their names of those who died on that day, I would put money that nine out of 10 people wouldn't be able to do it. 
Today, we stand more divided as a country than we have been in my entire lifetime. And yet, on that day and the day that followed, we forgot about anything other than the fact that we were Americans and we were human beings and we were suffering together. And we needed to work together to pick up the pieces. We weren't Democrats, we weren't Republicans, we weren't black, we weren't white, we weren't male, we weren't female, we weren't heterosexual or homosexual. We weren't all of the various things that we love to divide ourselves into now. Saying the Lord's Prayer today, I, I, I had a hard time not crying. A story of one of the survivors who on their way down saw someone who was handicapped and was not able to go down the stairs. And someone sitting next to them who chose to die with this person and was saying Lord's Prayer. If we try to remember or put our faith in culture or society or governments or political parties, to remember we will fail we will be disappointed because we as Americans have not remembered because we cannot talk about 9-11 today. We cannot talk about the cross that appeared in the middle of the wreckage. We cannot talk about Islam and its theology, in its culture, in its anthropology without fear of reprisal of being called an Islamophobe. And of course, we cannot remember the names of those people who lost their lives that day, either as victims of the terror attack or as heroes trying to save others from that attack. We who remember don't remember the acts of man. We who remember, remember the acts of God and all that he has done for our sake so that on days like 9-11, we are able in our human frailty to overcome. In today's gospel, Christ tells us that as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness to save his people, so must Christ be lifted up to give us eternal life. He is remembering what God has done and invoking a pattern of promise a pattern of behavior that God has demonstrated over and over and over again in the history of salvation, culminating in that most awesome moment where Christ, as God, sacrificed himself upon a cross. See, Moses had to create this bronze serpent and put it up on a stick and tell the people to look at it because the people had disobeyed God and they were beset upon by venomous serpents, and people were dying. But when they looked upon having been bitten, their bodies filled with poison, and they looked upon that serpent, God purged them of that poison and saved their lives. And in that same way today, when we, full of sin, that poison that separates us from God, look upon Christ on the cross, and acknowledge Him as God, as a Son of God, as a person of God as Trinity, one in us, are purged of our sins, purged of that poison. And if we are willing to approach and draw near and partake, we share that eternal life that Christ has and has granted to all the world. And so we who remember, 
remember these promises of God. We remember the way in which God loves us and loves His creation. There is no greater act of love in the entire history of man than the Creator of all things willing to die the most horrendous death that humanity has ever come up with so that He might share with us His eternal life. And that eternal life has been given to all of the saints. That eternal life has been given to the Theotokos. That life has been given through the Theotokos. And so we who remember, remember what God has done through her. We remember that God has fulfilled His promises to women throughout salvation history who were too old to bear children, who were barren, but through the grace and mercy of God became pregnant. Anna was one such woman. Anna gave birth today to the Theotokos. And through the Theotokos, Christ became that human being that went to the cross. It is through the saints that God continues to demonstrate His promises. That through their actions and through their prayers, He does miracles. He saves lives. He heals people. He redirects the flows of rivers. He protects cities from earthquakes, floods, fire, epidemic. Over and over and over again, we see God act through the saints. We who remember. And so therefore, when we gather, we remember the saints. We remember their lives because of the things that God did through them. And we have the boldness to say to God, you acted because of their prayers. You did these marvelous things because of what they asked of you. Act again through them for us. So the prayers of the Holy Lady Theotokos and Ever-Virgin Mary. O Lord, save us. You saved her. You saved thousands of saints before us. Save us too. And thus, we who remember place our whole lives, place each other, place humanity as a whole into the hands of Christ because we know and we remember the extremes that He is willing to go to in order to fulfill His promises to throw open the gates of the heavenly kingdom and to grant us eternal life. So this is what we remember. And this is why we gather as the church to declare to the world all that God has done. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, and to the ages of ages. Amen.